Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. On this transformational Tuesday, your car ride home, all of your entertainment news, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise, in a new Bachelor show just announced moments ago. Let's get into it. Kick it up a gear. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. Think it's true. I never loved a West Side. Till I met you, I was in it for the test ride. Long nights, big waves, we'll stay the hit, and now we hold hands. Z4, PCH, I'm from the big city. Big dreams are big 50. Yes, sir. Let's do it. We're grooving. We're grinding. Let's get into it. You gyrating in your car. Maybe you're in public transportation. Hey, maybe you're home washing the kids. I don't know where you're doing, but let's party. All right, lots to get into here. We've got a Charity Lawson clip, Katie Thurston, Tammy. But first, just this, I mean, this information just came out. If you're watching this on the Patreon, you get private behind-the-scenes bonus content. I filmed this live on the Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. You saw that this was just announced moments ago on ABC Network's Instagram page. It's never too late to fall in love. Love, hashtag the Golden Bachelor is coming to ABC this fall. That's right, folks. The, you like a golden retriever. How about a golden bachelor? <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. On ABC and Hulu this fall. Yeah, that's right. We got a writer's strike. I talked about it extensively on today's YouTube uh, video. The idea that writer's strike, as tough as it is to be out there picketing and trying to fight for better labor laws, there are no writers on a TV show like The Bachelor. Just an editor who takes liberty at the way they kind of uh, create and write, if you will, uh, characters on the show. So they just announced that with the writer's strike, uh, maybe it was a dull time there for to get some publicity, but ABC announced that they are officially bringing back Bachelor in Paradise, which we knew that was coming, and The Bachelor, season 28. They've announced it already. That'll film in the fall, which will air in January, most likely, as it has for most of its previous seasons here. But Golden Bachelor will be this fall. So rather than, you know, last year they had a couple bachelorettes and the year before before that, they had a delay, and then, you know, there was kind of like a real shakeup in the filming of the show. Now, here's what we're looking like for our schedule for 2023. We've got The Bachelor in early 2023. That was that season. Then in June, right in the middle of June, we'll premiere Charity Season. We'll have a clip about her in a second. Then we'll have Bachelor in Paradise come out, assuming, what, August, September? And then this fall, I'm assuming, which would be October, November, and December. I don't know how many months they're going to have this. Will be an, will it be an extended season? Will you know How will it di- differentiate my my hope is the show really leans on a vibe that is very much like a you know extreme home makeover vibe. Uh, my hope is that it really leans and pulls on the heartstrings of the people talking about their you know their loves that they've lost, where they are today, some real guidance and morality. I really hope this is a chicken soup for the soul style show. The last thing I want to see is a bunch of boomers yelling at each other. I mean, we can just get that at Thanksgiving, right, folks? All right, come on, boomers, don't get your panties in a you know a twist here. Uh, you you own the world. It's okay. We can make fun of you. Okay. So anyway, very excited for that and for those announcements there. So Katie Thurston posted this. She said, who from Bachelor Nation would you want to see roast me? Katie's got a roast-style show planned for July 2nd in San Diego. I cannot confirm or deny if I will be in attendance, although I tell you this, if I am in attendance, I will be roasting everybody. Uh, anyone that she wants to be on that show will be fair game. That's how roasts work. And she actually had posted this on her Instagram, which might 
she might have lost it here. I'm trying to refresh it. But someone had asked her. I'm I'm trying to pull it up right now. They said, "Who from uh, who would you like me to roast?" And somebody said, "Everyone from Twelve Days of Mess." And she said, "Guarantee with a T E A, you'll see some familiar faces from Twelve Days of Messy." My guess is you will not see uh, Greg Grippo there. But hey, you never know. So here's her link. It's uh, Katie Thurston's birthday bashing live. She's had her birthdays in January, so it's actually a half birthday party. I actually love the photo she's using at the American Comedy Club Showtime Sunday, July 2nd at 8 p.m. Join Katie and friends for the celebration of her half birthday. Uh, What a millennial thing to throw a half birthday party. Hey, I'm all about it. Do what you got to do. So um, we'll have more information about that coming up. Maybe maybe Katie will call in and tell us um, her format for the show. Tammy has also announced some news in Tammy's world that she is going to be on the next season of Bravo's Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. As you know, uh, Tammy from Bachelor in Paradise Season 7 and I believe Bachelor Season 24, uh, no stranger to controversy. I mean, in the sense that she's funny and, you know, the show can... You know, probably used her humor against her to make her look like a villain. But, you know, eh, will she be cutthroat on the show? We'll have to see. But uh, I think it's a real cool spinoff for Tammy to go from a dating show to a reality realtor show. I for sure will be checking that out. Let me know if you guys will be watching that. You know what I'm going to do when I watch that show, Million Dollar Listing? I'm going to pop an edible. And especially because today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount. Of good. You know me, when I'm watching Bravo, the, the show just, there's so much controversy when you're watching like these Vanderpump Rule shows and, you know, a million dollar listing. There's so much stress that goes on. Helping me curb my anxiety is a nice little microdose to end the night out. Microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use our special code Rush Hour to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com code rush hour let's go to charity here we've got charity was on uh, jennifer hudson's talk show discussing some pros and cons and do's and don'ts of her season of the bachelorette which airs um only about a month away a little over a month here's what she had to say we'll love to do like a deal breaking oh this will be fun game with you can we you want to play with absolutely all right we're ready all right he has a great personality but he's not a great kisser Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oof. Uh, now put Michael B. Jordan face right there. I know. <laughs> so the question was, is it a deal breaker if a guy's got a great personality but not a great kisser? I, 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 for me personally, usually someone with a great personality is also a great kisser. I think it's the same muscle. Someone who can like suss out the room can also understand if they're using too much teeth or has bad breath. But hey, who knows? Hey, bring that back. <laughs> um, I will say it's not a deal breaker because... I can compromise and we'll teach him. We'll meet. We'll meet. <laughs> Now, Charity is no short of stunning, both um, uh, physically and emotionally. I mean, she's a therapist. She's well. Uh, she's well versed, I think, in in the human condition. How that will make her, as far as a bachelorette, I believe she'll do a good job of setting healthy boundaries, and the guys will provide most of the drama on the show. But we'll have to see how it all plays out. Um, I, you quit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That was a good answer. He's very confident, but he freaks out when he sees a spider. <laughs> I 
know I would. Um, yeah, so that's actually my biggest fear is spiders. I don't, I don't play those. I don't play with that. Um, so it's not a deal breaker because I guess we'll both be screaming. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't who know. Who will get the I don't know. It'll, it'll run away. Y'all yeah. just be running away. We'll together. just both be screaming. We have a spider vacuum. You know, one of those ones in the long, the long hose that we can get it from afar. Uh, but you know, my wife. I mean, we've got. Sometimes I'll be pulling out the uh, the patio furniture outside, and we have brown widows. Bre- Listen, brown widows are super venomous. Or not venom. Venom is when, uh, what's the difference between poisonous and venomous? Poison is when you touch it, it's bad. Venomous is when it bites you, it's bad. So spiders are venomous and um, ivy is poisonous. Okay, either way, the more you know. Uh, but either way, um, yeah, I, yeah. If, if your husband's not afraid of spiders, that's a red flag. We're all afraid of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I will be running right with y'all because I don't like them either. Okay. Uh-huh. He has a really he has really attractive friends that are girls. Mm. <laughs> the audience. Oh. I know. I think oh, we, we all say. I know. We all are like, uh-uh. Um, what you, you got know, to say, Miss Therapist? Let, yeah, here we are. And it's about to be a therapist answer, but I'm. this is me. I, as long as there are boundaries that are set, I think that's very important in okay. any relationship. I love that. You have clear, clear boundaries. So Charity says, if her man's got hot girlfriends, you know, I kind of have, I, I live in such a, 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 an interesting world where, you know, I do stand-up comedy with people of all races, genders, sexuality, whatever, you know, all over the place and sometimes i'm on a show with people that are of a different race i'm excuse me of a different gender (laughs) and and when that happens i you got you got you got to just be trustworthy i mean it it's almost psychotic to say your partner can't have friends of the opposite sex now those boundaries i mean yeah like if my wife was wanted to go out shopping all day with with um another man I don't know. That's kind of, you know, can lead. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I can understand that you're supposed to say like, oh yeah, it's not a big deal. Let everyone be them. But people violate each other's trust. And I think it comes down to your relationship. You should be, you should be able to trust your partner, but your partner should also know what optics look like. And maybe like if I, if I did a stand up show and I posted a photo with a bunch of uh, women afterwards, um, my wife wouldn't care at all. But if I was out at a club and posted a photo with a woman afterwards, she'd be like, why are you posting? You know what I mean? Just sometimes it's about, it's about optics. Because, um, I mean, there's beautiful people, beautiful people everywhere. And I don't want that to ever be like a, a threat as long as there's trust established. I mean, that's not a deal breaker for me. I like that. He tells a white lie on the first date. Absolutely not. No. No, not at all. Well, so Charity says no to a white lie, but aren't white lies the small lies? So I guess what I, I would need an example of what the white lie is. Like, I, like if he's a, if he's a doctor, but he says he's a fireman. I mean, that's not a white lie. White lies are usually lies that don't matter. Which I, again, I, I I'm, I'm 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 having a hard time thinking of an example here. In the limo, bags packed, out of here. Like. Uh-uh. Out of here. We're not, no, what? No, that's just, we're, we're already laying bad soil. We don't have time. We need a firm foundation. <laughs> not happening. You hear that? She's tough. <laughs> Y'all better get ready. <laughs> I would love to do like a. Dip. All right, so there it was. What is a white lie? Uh, I guess that's the question here. A lie about a small or unimportant matter that someone tells to avoid hurting another person. He told a little white lie as his excuse for missing the party. All right, so I don't know. I think she. I think she might. I think if you explain to Charity the definition of a white lie, you would. It would be. You know, it's there to not offend the other person. It's not there to manipulate someone. But here, look. Here I am already defending lie. Uh, the hypothetical liar. All right. Well, anyway, I'm going to get into our next clip here. We've got a teacher under an investigation for.
for playing a Disney movie in class. That story is coming up right after a quick word from our sponsors. A lot of little bachelor stories in the news, but I, I, I did find this one interesting. A teacher is under, investiga- under investigation for indoctrinating, indoctrinating and indoctrinating her kids with a Disney movie. And here's what she has to say. I haven't listened to this yet. I don't know if we'll play the full thing, but this is a her response straight on TikTok, uh, what she has to say about this. I, I feel like culturally this is a, a, a worth a listen. Hi, my name is Jenna Barbie. I'm the teacher that is under investigation with the Florida Department of Education for indoctrination for showing a Disney movie. Um, I just wanted to come here and tell you my truth, my story about what actually happened. So I'm a first year teacher and a first time mom. So needless to say, had a lot of learning to do this year. Happy Mother's Day. Um, So how the situation came to be, our students had standardized testing all morning. So some students didn't finish. By the so way, did I did noon. I make the mistake of not wishing everyone a happy Mother's Day yesterday? I might have missed this. I'm not really sure. I was so, I want to say jet lagged, but I was coming from a cruise. I was cruise lagged off of all of the buffet food um, and uh, stomach issues. Uh, but either way, I know our audience is primarily women and a good sub segment of that are mothers, future mothers, um, uh, expecting mothers, uh, all mothers. I wish you all had a great weekend. Part of my students who didn't finish went to a different teacher's classroom and she split her kids amongst the other fifth grade teachers. So due to the fact that they spent their morning state standardized testing, uh, I had a lot of students not in my room who typically are, and I had another teacher student in my room, I thought it would be a great time to give them a brain break by showing a movie that related to what we were learning about in school. Other fifth grade classes did this as well. So I want to bring up the issue that I'm in trouble for. I was told by every teacher and mentor at our school that our method for approval by administration of showing movies was to have a signed parent permission slip for PG movies. I had that from the beginning of the year. The whole fifth grade team had signed permission slips for PG movies with no objections to specific content. Um, I actually had one student who did have objection to specific content not showing the Buzz Lightyear movie, but she wasn't in my classroom anymore. So it wasn't... Someone didn't want the Buzz Lightyear movie? What? I'd love to know the reasoning a big deal. Uh, the reason I was turned in is because one of the split students was a school board member's daughter. Oh boy. That school board member is currently on a rampage to get rid of every form of representation out of our schools. Like I've always been against homeschooling just because I think, and again, you might be homeschooled and have a great life. I don't know. I just think it's good for students to like learn how to, I don't know, all interact with each other. Even when you have bad teachers, it's just like a good example or bad coaches. It's good to learn through that adversity, but oh my gosh, does this not make me want to homeschool? my kid more than some overzealous school board member. Can you imagine? She even spent days this past week going to all the high schools to get rid of anything that had to do with representation whatsoever. She even had admin escort her to a teacher's classroom that had a sticker of a black hand and a white hand holding hands and the white hand had a different color fingernail for every finger. It, it, it just, so, it, I, look, I don't have any kids. It just seems to me like, like so many people are misguided in their worries about woke culture. And it's like this idea, this like cancel culture idea. It's the people that don't want a progress and don't want cultural, um, I, I don't know, uh, you know, learning about other cultures and, 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 and things like that. It's those people that are the ones doing all the canceling here. So like, what's, what's the big, I don't even understand 
what if, if a movie if i mean look i'm not here to argue which disney movers are better than others but yeah the idea of kids having a brain break they're already overworked they're you know they're stuck in schools which are designed to look like a prison system for the most part and and the brains are are meant to be more active the school board member called the Department of Education on me for indoctrination before ever coming to our school to talk with me or admin about the situation. When she did come to our school, she came as a school board member and our principal said, no, you can come as a concerned parent, but then you need to schedule a meeting. So she did. All right, so she tells the whole story here, but it sounds so bogus. I'm not going to get into any more of it. You can go to her TikTok. It's at it's at becoming a better Barbie, and that's spelled B-A-R-B-E-E. Someone in the comment section here on Patreon says that the Buzz Lightyear movie has a um, gay character. Oh boy, Ew. okay. I don't know what side you guys fall on. Um, I know someone left a comment when I made a Colton Underwood video yesterday, and they said same sex just isn't natural. <laughs> it's just look if that's your st- Dance. You got you got to go here. We're we're gay friendly. We are all about body positivity and people getting along and not preying off each other's fears. But that seems to be the uh, way we print uh, currency these days is off of people's fears. Not here, not on my book. But I do want to share with you our featured clip of the day. It is Tasha Adams being spotted ring shopping with her new apparent boyfriend. Could she be getting an engagement ring sometime soon? Here's the story for you guys right now. The full video is on the YouTube. I've also got a bunch of other YouTube videos today that we didn't get to on the podcast, but lots of little stuff out there. Here it is, our featured clip of the day. So we made a video just uh, five months ago. Tasha Adams spotted with a potential boyfriend. This isn't the guy, but we're going to just catch everybody up on Tasha Adams News because we're a Tasha Adams News channel. Barrel scraping season during the holidays. Not much going on. Was this uh, was this an actual launch or not? The guy in the photos, Austin Kroll. I know nothing about the show Southern Charm. Is this show worth watching? Everyone's like, oh, he's the bad boy of Southern Charm. Who's got the time? I don't know. I guess we all do. So anyway, I said this before Vanderpump, uh, you know, Scandal came out, which I have been covering. We're approaching the finale plus the 17 reunion episodes. Either way, Tasha's keeping it in the reality TV family. They sparked all this story about a potential romance from a photo they took. Turns out, not a big deal. But now... Tasha Adams spotted looking at engagement rings with new flame Luke Goldbranson. And of course, we're going to get into this story. But first, here's what we had last month on her being caught holding hands with Luke. And we're going to get to a very big story. Tasha caught holding hands. Can you believe this, folks? That's right. She's been rumored to be with this other reality TV star, and now they've officially been seen. And we use the term star lightly, like we say porn star. It's really just, you know, it's, it's describing the niche. Like, I am a YouTube star. Does that make me a star? No. But in the Bachelor recap world, the star is uh, used loosely. Holding hands, and we're going to get into that story, what people are saying about it. Is this a hard launch or a soft launch? Or maybe, oh, well, uh, we'll tell you this, a month later, and they're still hanging out. Of course, this photo photo was deleted and let's get to our story. Tasha Adams spotted looking at engagement rings with new flame Luke Goldbranson. First comes hand-holding, then comes marriage. Bachelor Nation Station Bravos. Luke were spotted looking at engagement rings on Sunday. I got to tell you, having followed Vanderpump Rules and um, watched what happens live with Andy Cohen, Bravo as a network is a much better place for Bachelor to be on. You know, Bachelor is like the premier dating show on America's broadcast channel, ABC. Whereas Bravo specifically, their niche 
as a Bravo star is drama, is chaos. And I believe Bachelor would do just fine over there. So much so that I wonder if ABC ever gets rid of Bachelor, which of course they're not. They just picked them back up. We'll have that video next. Yes, that's right. Bachelor has been confirmed for another season. And by the way, with the Writers uh, Guild strike happening right now, uh, the, these reality shows are going to be around for a long, long time. It might not be the most profitable, but it's a safe bet against the other unions. Not something I think is a good thing. It's kind of like crossing the picket line here. The fact that there's no writing and vas- you know, basically no quote-unquote script happening on the shows, even though it kind of is a script. They call them story editors. That's a writer. I'm not a writer. I just edited this story together using words. You know what I mean? We obtained an exclusive photo of the duo scoping out some massive sparklers while consulting with a jeweler. In the shot, Tasha can be seen staring at her left hand while trying on a potential winner. An eyewitness confirms to us they were 100% looking at engagement rings. Additionally, we're told the reality stars were very lovey-dovey and kissing while they shopped, though it's unclear if any purchases were made. Despite the magnitude of of the outing, the pair kept their attire casual. Magnitude is wedding shopping a magnet. I guess I guess engagement ring shopping. It, uh, it could be considered magnitude, but as we know, she's already done this. See the elegant 3.25 carat engagement ring Zach Clark gave Bachelor at Tasha Adams. It was an emerald cut, classic, very 1920s vintage. And of course, that was the ring right there, which Neil Lane, you know, uh, sponsored by Crisco, wiped a little of that on the ring and said, give it back to me and took it back. Repo man, Neil Lane. Yeah, literally, Neil Lane repos more rings than he actually sells. But I tell you, Luke Cole Branson must be a little bummed out that he's not going to get the Neil Lane sponsorship. Because let me tell you something, Luke. Tasha, she's not settling for something less than three carats. Let's just look. How much is a three-carat um, uh, engagement ring? Just r- let's randomly. Okay, that says eleven thousand, but that's um, that's that can't be right. For here's one: three-carat emerald. Because you can, you know, we cut the clarity, the ripoff. Three-carat in fourteen-carat white gold. And this one right here is $46,000. That's starting at $46,000. So I don't know how much the summer house is paying for you there, old Luke boy, but uh, get ready to put in for some overtime shifts. So let's go back to the rest of the article. Uh, we already shared what they're covering here, that they deleted the photo of them together. Hey, and good for Tasha. Listen, let, let me say this real clearly. You, the audience of Bachelor Nation, are the reason Tisha is not out with her relationship. And yeah, I'm also guilty of it. We cover the story here. But the point being is that she wants nothing to do with the publicity that comes from her relationship. And she doesn't need to commodify her relationship. No offense to Susie and Clayton, but they can tease their relationship because it's good for driving numbers. Tasha comes from the golden age of Instagram, which might just seem like a few short years ago, and it was. She was engaged just, what, a year and a half ago. But that was when you could grab a huge Instagram follow. If we look at Tasha, she's going to be, I mean, well into the millions, right? That's just, we're just not seeing that into, she 1.5 million followers. So she's obviously got the blessings of cover girl plus, uh, you know, a little chunk of PPP loan money. So she doesn't need, you know, to be throwing, uh, although she is doing another reality show, but it's not dating specific. It'll be a competition style show. So anyway, the point being is that she doesn't need to commodify her relationship in the way that others do. And that made no blame to others. That's just the way it works. If Tasha needs, to commodify her relationship 
relationship because she had 300,000 Instagram followers and she needed to make rent, she'd commodify it, but she doesn't have to. If I didn't have to be here making this content, I'd be on a beach sipping Mai Tais. It's all capitalism, baby. Shortly after deleting the snap, uh, Hubbard36 uh, reshared the image but cropped them out. So yeah, so they were um, untagged from the photo and it was recropped out. And um, she later told Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. I did not know they were holding hands until everyone started commenting and was like, oh, they're holding hands. And I was like, oh, shoot, they're holding hands. So clearly they knew um, that it, the photos needed to be taken down. Here's the original, and then it was cropped out. Uh, we've all been cropped out of a photo before. Uh, perhaps unknowingly confirming their romance, the publicist went on to compare her pal's situation in the early days of her relationship. Um, so uh, anyway, she, she, they go into the Bravo relationship. But there's uh, Tasha in previously happy times, the moment she was proposed to by Zach Clark, who is no longer. Let's just have a quick listen to what reality Steve has to say about this newfound uh, reality royalty. Tasha has not posted anything with him to show everybody, and he hasn't towards her either. But there is a photo on page6.com yesterday that came out of them engagement ring shopping. You see Tasha with a ring on her left hand, and she's looking at it. And like I said, probably means we're heading for an engagement soon. I don't know why you would go engagement ring shopping if you weren't looking to get engaged. I have no idea about Luke Goldbranson, and I can't really add much to this story, but in case... Well, there you have it. So, yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, we could find more about him, but, like, why? You know what I mean? We'll have to see if uh, he throws a ring on it. And, again, if you're Tasha, you probably also are self-conscious about, you know, not wanting to jump into another engagement. You know what I mean? Like, the first one, it's like, okay, most people haven't had multiple engagements. Of course it happens. People get proposed to, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I got proposed to at a Jumbotron. I said yes. She said yes, but I should have said no. She should have said no. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm personally wondering if this is a top 2023 20, video. I don't feel like it. I felt like we got close. I feel like we edged into the top 2023 20, video, but I don't think we quite made it. I'll tell you what. Let me give you guys the honor of just doing a quick Google search of Luke Goldbranson. So Luke Goldbranson. Let's just find out if we know anything about Luke Goldbranson here. He's he's listed as an actor. Is is this Luke Goldbranson just a Sandoval light? Is it, it, it whenever a white guy has a mustache these days, I just assume it's um so what does he do for a living? He's an actor and model born in 83. Oh, he's so old. He's uh, 40, it, uh, or turning 40. Uh, is be- I'm kidding. He's best known for his appearance on Summer House in its spinoff, Winter House. Look, t- I've, I've said this before. I'm at the point now where I'm considering becoming just a full-blown Bravo channel. If every other show on Bravo is as good as Vanderpump Rules, I sh- what should I watch next? Let me know. Let me know. Um, so Luke Colbranson is a flight attendant. He plays Ethan in The Flight Attendant. Oh, that's interesting. I watched that show. So here he is. This is Luke Colbranson. Do I have the right guy? I mean, hey, look, for 40 or how? I mean, I'll tell you what. He's got a good-looking body. He's got. Um, he's kind of got that, um, I mean, I don't want to say Nick Vial energy with the older guy with tattoos, but um, I guess we call him older guys now. Am I an old, I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm 38. And there he is, the flight attendant. So he starred in that with Keely. Well, I say star in it. I don't know how big his role was, uh, but very fascinating stuff, folks. 
All right, she got her. I mean, does she have a type? I don't know. Um, but either way, we'll have to see if she uh, says yes and if he proposes, what uh, the whole story is going to be. Tasha's very much got like a Claire energy when it comes to not wanting to publicize and monetize the relationship. But again, like I said, it's all capitalism, baby. If you can, you would. That's a nice privilege to have. And um, and if uh, you know, and if she didn't, um, you know, right now, you know, she's going to share with us when she wants to share with us. And I appreciate all of you folks out there letting me share with you my day and my thoughts with regards to The Bachelor world and other entertainment news. I've got a lot of content coming out and a lot of um, uh, new clips that are going to be posted on Instagram at dneals. Plus, I'll be sharing my show updates as I get ready to perform in Nashville, New York City, and Seattle end of summer, plus other dates coming, including possibly Katie Thurston's show on July 2nd. So all of that and more, uh, do me a favor and make sure to hit the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't already. I'm here for you every afternoon. I'm the guy. My plan is to be the most loyal part of your life. If you want some good news and some good feels, I want to bring them to you, baby. All right. Well, that's been it for me. We'll see you tomorrow on the hump day. It's been Dave Neal and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. Outsiders hooked and now you saw Hooked on all your flaws And they was on all my Shin Young Soul Yeah